Ryan, Trista, and Nick are back on BetMGM tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. Well, just imagine a CMC highlight there. That's what we were supposed to get. New computer. Great Christian job. McCaffrey into the there end zone again. Minus three fifty. There you go. This is the best running back all purpose back in football. See? He can no. catch it. He can run it. Hell, he can throw it, and his girlfriend is beautiful. What doesn't Christian McCaffrey have? I think they broke have? up, though. No, they're they're uh, engaged. I thought they broke oh, up, no, too, no. but I was on the gram, and I, th- I think they were, they were uh, together recently. Well, good for them. See, that's real love. Maybe, uh, they're, yeah. just, maybe they're just they making up. That's real yeah, love. They are. Yeah, they're engaged. Copo yeah. and McCaffrey are engaged. See? Yeah. Real love there, buddy. Real love. And See? that took Not four Taylor years. That took four years for them to get engaged. That's, oh, what do you know? They're both, they're both famous and probably have stuff to plug, too. No, they don't. They've been together for four years. You you can't even... They literally not, have nothing to not plug. Close. You didn't even know if they were together Oh, is it enough. working now, Scott? No, I, I don't want to hear it. If the computer's not going to work... No, I don't even care. I don't care. McCaffrey again yeah. for the cut fourth it. Cut it. Let's just start you the segment over cut again. Cut McCaffrey scores a touchdown. It's another day that ends in Y. Diamondbacks up 4-3 on the Brewers right now. Give you your credit get, to Fox. Fox gets the credit. You can get uh, you get the Brewers plus 105 on the money line right now. And then also you got the uh, Marlins and Phillies still scoreless in the third. You're looking at a Marlins money line at plus 125. Uh, Phillies at minus 155. So, uh, yeah, we got our power rankings, which may look very different this week after last week. And then now we're starting to feel more comfortable, right? Like I keep saying it, but it's true. Like the quarter of the way through the season, you start to feel a little bit more comfortable about just the teams you're looking at. And getting an idea, you hopefully have seen them at least play one really competitive team, one good team, one tough defense, or one great offense to really gauge against their defense. So we'll start with you, Trista. From last week to this week, uh, I'm sure you probably have at least a couple of changes in that top ten of your power rankings. Oh, I mean, you know it. Number one for me, I had last week the Dolphins on that list, and you know what? Paper Tigers, they are. They drop from number one to number five just based on playing the Buffalo Bills. So I have to have the Buffalo Bills atop my rankings. They have literally destroyed three straight opponents. They are top three in almost every single category except for rushing defense. But even that, guys, is skewed. PFF thinks if they didn't lose a game, lose game one on that fluke, people would think this might be the best team in NFL history. You look at the run defense, which I told you was the one category that they, they are lacking in, They're ranked 11 right now in DVOA uh, run defense. But 25% of their entire yardage that they gave up came on that 183-yard play from Brees Hall in week one. So they've got a stuff rate of 38%. 38% of all opponents' rush plays end up in a one-yard or less gain. So you're talking about an elite defense in all phases, right? So Von Miller is coming back. There's a lot more for them to, to do to grow. Very concerned about Trey White being done for the season sucks and his Achilles especially how long it took for him to come back fully healthy he wasn't healthy all of last year you obviously have an injury to Jordan Poyer too this is a team that needs to be healthy down the stretch but right now as we sit you have to put the Bills offensively and defensively right there they have the highest DVOA of all time through four games 59 percent that's ridiculous number two you talk about I think I had him number two maybe last year or last week, excuse me, San Francisco 49ers. They are so balanced. Christian McCaffrey has the shortest odds right now to win MVP, which is or Offensive Player of the Year, which is crazy. Brock Purdy quietly becoming one of the better efficient quarterbacks in the league. And then the defense is nasty. They're number two in pass DVOA. They're number two in rush DVOA, only trailing Miami because uh, they – 
they scored 70 points. And this is just in terms of offense. 36.8% offensive DVOA is, is even higher than the Bills. So offensively elite. But they are a defense that you can, cons- that you can consider really, really dependable down the stretch. Shockingly low right now on sacks, only pressuring the quarterback uh, less than they did last year. Five players, Nick Bosa, Javon Hargrave, Javon Kinlaw, we talked about them last week, Drake Jackson, Eric Armstead, Stead, excuse me, go Ducks, who, by the way, last, last night murdered Daniel Jones on Twitter. I don't no. know if you guys saw that, but he crushed him about how he said, oh, Daniel Jones, why did you let all those guys look so good? Why <laughs> yeah, did you I get think. the ball out so quickly uh, for us? Bosa and Hargrave both have a 90 <laughs> pass rush grade per PFF. So, like, this is a team that, even though they're shockingly low on sacks, should be getting after the quarterback a lot more moving forward. So I think there's room to grow for the Niners. I think that it could be even better than what we've seen so far. And we're going to get a lot of information when they play on Sunday Night Football uh, against the Cowboys. Eagles. Eagles, I know that they haven't showed us a lot yet. I know that there's more for us to be concerned about offensively in terms of what's happening with Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts has been good this year, but it's come at a price. On plays outside of the pocket, no quarterback right now has a worse success rate, including throws and runs. Seventh in scramble rate, but 26th in expected points added per scramble. So when he's getting out and getting busy, not as, as successful as he was last year. He was sixth and ninth last year, respectively. I love, though, the defense. I think Jalen Hurts is going to play much better. I don't know what's going on with their running game. They're using Kenneth Gainwell way too much. And I think they need to really lean in to DeAndre Swift. But defensively, Jalen Carter might be the best defensive draft pick for them in five years. And yeah. that's saying a lot. Yeah, He's second among all yeah. pass rushers right now in pressures with 20. And Aaron Donald has 22. And they got him at night. So I know they haven't showed us a lot, but I know that they can. And they're still really, really good defensively. And I think that's going to help them until their offense comes around. The Cowboys, there's so much to love about them, right? Number one in overall defense right now in terms of DVOA. Number one pass defense. But the problem with the Cowboys is that their variance is 32nd in the league. So the highs and the lows for the Cowboys are immense. The gap, right, I don't even need to say how big the gap is. You know that there's things that I could, could, could use as an analogy that we're not going to use. <laughs> but we want to talk about Dak Prescott, but keep in mind, four quarterbacks right now, and, and people have given Dak Prescott a hard time a lot so far this year and years in the past, but four quarterbacks have played against the Jets this season. Mahomes, Allen, Mac Jones, and Dak. And Dak's QBR against the Jets is 27 points higher than any other quarterback that the Jets have faced. So he's playing pretty well. I think that Cardinals loss was really the one where he played stinky, but they were coming after him and pressuring him a lot more than I think he ever expected. And maybe they overlooked the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Uh, the t- A couple of stats that I thought were really interesting about the Cowboys. Top 20 run stuffers who are Cowboys, Dorrance Armstrong second, Neville Gallimore, Demarcus Lawrence, Micah Parsons. So you've got Chauncey Golston as well. So they are a really elite defense in a bunch of different ways. So many things to love. I'm still not sold on them yet. That's why they're fourth. I I had to bring the the Dolphins down to fifth because they got humbled by the Bills and they're in the same division. That's pretty much it, right? Jalen Waddell has been dinged. The offense did not look nearly as potent as it did the week before, and I know that that was the 32nd-ranked defense, but putting up 70 can really give you some beer goggles, right? Maybe I have beer goggles for the Dolphins. Um, I know that they're, they're going to be better. I just need to see more. 
Chiefs, for me, continue to find ways to win, but their offense just doesn't inspire me. No real true wide receiver one. Offense last week, specifically against the Jets, looked kind of weird. I mean, even Travis Kelsey after the game was really giving them a hard time. Yeah. Kadarius, Tony, I'm not sure. It's really just Travis Kelsey for me. Yeah. And it's, and it's maybe Isaiah Pacheco. That's who they can rely on. They're the biggest NFL draw. I think the Jets game was the highest rated since the Super Bowl. But Sky Moore was supposed to be better. He was supposed to have a breakout season. He had zero catches. So I have questions there about their offense. Uh, and that's why the Lions and the Chiefs aren't that much of a, of a big you know, disparity to me. They're climbing like a rocket ship to me. You know, defensively, I'm most impressed with that. They're only allowing an average of 60.8 rushing yards through four games. That's the best average in the NFL. They're, they're third-ranked overall in DVOA, fifth in offense, fifth in defense. What a balanced team. And maybe it's Ben Johnson, but I don't care. I'm in love with this team. <laughs> They've got so many damn weapons, and there's more to come. Jamison Williams is headed back. They scored at least 20 points in 13 straight games, and that should get easier since Jamison Williams has been reinstated. For me, the Ravens are up next, and that's really just based on their red zone. The red zone through the first month of the season, offense number one, 80% conversion rate. Defense number three, 30% opponent conversion rate. So for me, the Ravens just have to do that consistently. Bend, but don't break. Get it done when you're in the red zone. Let Lamar get busy and allow those weapons for Lamar to continue to evolve, right? Because you've got young guys and you've got guys coming off of injuries. So you're just hoping that as the end of the season comes around, they're in full stride. Here's the one that I thought was was, I guess, surprising to myself as I put together the list, and that was the Rams. I I did not expect to put the Rams on this list, but I think they might be a winning team. Everyone wrote them off. Cooper Cup goes down. We're not even sure if he's going to play. Matt Stafford is dinged, but he has made some big-time throws even when he's not been feeling healthy. Aaron Donald, still the best defensive lineman in the NFL. Like I said, he leads the league in pressures. It doesn't really matter. You've got... Tutu Atwell and Puka Akua, guys who have come out of nowhere that Sean McVay continues to scheme for, and they're very productive. Tyler Higbee. So they're just a better team. They probably should have beaten the Bengals. And this is a team that could very easily be 4-0. And then finally, it's the Seahawks. Uh, Last night probably opened my eyes the most, probably saved their season. 11 sacks against an offensive line uh, that's abysmal is still super impressive. Like, that's one of the most dominant defensive performances I've seen. Yeah. And they've turned it around from how bad they were last year. And their offense looks really good. Like I said earlier in the show, so many weapons that Geno Smith can can get the ball to that they haven't even started to use all of. You talked about JSN. They barely used him last night. Right. So there's even more of a ceiling for the, the Seahawks to go. As long as Geno Smith remains healthy, this is a team that could make some noise in the playoffs. So that's my top ten. I can't wait to hear you guys. First off, the Seattle thing, though, like this is a team that's also so young. Yeah. Like the ceiling for them is is sky high. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean this this defense is full of young talent. They are so good at drafting. That organization does a great job at identifying young defensive talent 
and building around it. It's going to be Especially another secondary. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be another generation now for Pete Carroll in terms of a defense that he can build around. And if Geno Smith stays kind of at the level that he is even, they're, they're in a great spot. They know how to win without like elite quarterback play. When they won that Super Bowl, Russell Wilson was good, yeah. but he wasn't peak Russell Wilson. Phillies, by the way, just scored a first run, so they're up one nothing now. Congratulations. Bottom Phillies. of the third. Oh, was that a big balls reference? Yeah, it was. Might have been. Might have been. All right, big we'll balls. get back to Ryan and my power rankings in about 20 minutes. Uh, but can we get lucky enough to not have a repeat of last year's Bears-Commanders game on Thursday night? JP Flame next. It's time for a short commercial break. Don't go anywhere, though, because we'll be right back with even more BetMGM Tonight. Presented by BetMGM. Live from BetQL.